0: Welcome to the first official Autodesk Inventor Podcast. My name is Garen Gardner. I'm the technical marketing manager for Inventor and today is July 19th, 2006. For some time we've talked about putting a podcast together. Uh, We spent a little bit of time working on building a community. We have the community website which uh, I'll have a number of links in the show notes so you'll be able to have uh, a nice link right to the, the main community portal. But uh, in the portal, we have a number of news items. We have various events that are going to be in your area. We have tips and tricks, uh, some of the discussion group uh, entries, a number of things in there. And with the podcast, we want to be able to condense that in an audio format to give you an idea of, of a lot of the news and things happening during the month. With that, let's jump into our first news article. This is a pretty exciting piece. Uh, Russ Wicks, over the 4th of July weekend, was able to break the world record for stock car speeds, achieving a a top speed of 222.64 miles an hour. And this was done in a Ford Taurus car built to stock car specifications. And they were able to use Autodesk Inventor to do a lot of the customization, design, and testing of the car to be able to reach these types of speeds. In March, Wired Magazine had them on the cover uh, talking about how they wanted to break the world water speed record that's was held. it been held for 25 years. So this was just kind of the beginning of them trying to break various world records. So we're pretty excited and cheer them on. The next thing I'd like to do is talk a little bit about some of the events that are coming up. You know, there are events all over the, the U.S. and the world for that matter. So I'm just going to hit on a couple of events that are coming up and one of the things that you may want to do is check on the community portal for your area and see what events are coming up. Uh, there is a the main ones that I'm going to cover will be webcast ones, so pretty much anybody can can get on and see those. But uh, the first one is an Autodesk Vault and Product Stream overview. This is put on by Avatech, and it's going to be July 20th. And in the show notes, I will have a link that you can link to that and get various information and sign up if you're interested. The next one is uh, it's uh, Autodesk Inventor 11 DWF extensions, and this is also a webcast. And it's going to be put on by TPM of Greenville, and it's going to be August 15th and it looks like the deadline to register on that is August 14th so you'll have a little bit of time to sign up for that. Uh, the next one is an Autodesk Inventor webcast and it's put on by Imagine It. There are actually a number of these going on uh, depending on what time where you're located but it's going to be August 16th and similarly I'll post the, the various links for, uh, for you to get that which will be on the show notes. I briefly mentioned the Autodesk community. Uh, Autodesk has had a pretty big focus on building a strong community that allowed users to be able to grab various types of information, news articles, even see other users and, uh, and just have a nice community. So if you haven't been out there yet, I highly recommend that you take a look at it. Again, it'll be in the show notes. But uh, it's a great spot to create, uh, create a profile, and you know we're only going to see that grow and, and add more and more. And I was surprised. It's probably been uh, a month since I've really dug around and looked in it recently. And today, getting ready for the podcast, I was really surprised to see all the information, all the new information that's out there. So if you don't look at it regularly, you know if you're a, a user that likes to get information and, and possibly tips and tricks and news, it's a, a great spot to get that. Well, a few things that I'm going to include from the uh, from our our community is resources. There are a number of different resources that allow you to find, tips and tricks, uh, parts, you may have specific needs where you want to find parts out there that somebody else may have made, or even little VB applications and things like that. So one of the, the great websites that I go to is sdotson.com, and that's s-d-o-t-s-o-n.com. And I'll put that in the show notes. But it's a great site for news and tutorials and a, a number of different things. Also another one is Bliss, that's C is in Charlie bliiss.com, and it's also a great site if you're needing i-parts. It's got a, a lot of different iParts parts and a number of different things there. Uh, also, a couple of news resources that I use quite often is tenlinks.com. That's t-e-n-l-i-n-k-s.com, and they have a lot of different types of news from Autodesk to other CAD uh, applications. So it's a great spot to go to. And then CAD forms. Or that's cadforum.cz. That's C A D F O R U M.CZ. And uh, similarly, great place to go and, and get various types of information. So I'd highly recommend if you haven't been to those, go check them out, see if there's something useful for you. Well, let's get into some of the fun stuff, the tips and tricks. That's probably why most of you uh, come to look at this, to see if there are any new fun tips and tricks that, that you haven't already figured out. Uh, but what I'd like to do each podcast, I'd like to take a, uh, a question out of the news group. Talk a little bit about it, and then have a, a tip and trick from another area. So our first news group piece or or question comes from uh, user forums. That's a username, and it was created July 19th. That's today, and uh, the question was how does LOD compare to using design view view representations given that it is possible to make it invisible or disable components and capture it and capture this in a design view? Um, So the real question is do I get any advantage of LOD reps Opposed to design views, and the main difference between those—they they look and feel very similar when you're creating them. However, LOD reps is new technology to 11, and it actually suppresses the components. So, if you're creating a, a design view, you can turn the components off in the graphics window, but the the part rep, the, the part B wrapper, the what makes up the part, is still in memory in Inventor. So with LOD rep, it's actually removing the memory of that part. So it's just as if you are deleting that part out of your assembly. You can actually look at your capacity meter at the bottom right hand corner of Inventor, and depending on on how big that that part or assembly is, you may see your your capacity meter go down a little bit from removing it out of memory. those are I would really recommend if you're doing large assemblies to take advantage of the LOD reps. They're they're very beneficial. And the nice thing about that is they still maintain your constraints. So if you suppress various components and they had constraints, those constraints will still be maintained. So you know if it's something like a motor, you have a a piston and a, a, a rod and a crankshaft. If you suppress the rod and move the crankshaft, the piston is still going to move up and down, even though that uh, that rod was suppressed. So there's some some real nice things that can be had with that. Well, the next one that we're going to jump into, this was actually posted by me in the in the uh, in our blogs. So I, I uh, Amy Bunzel, and myself, we have a blog that we post various items to, and. Uh, I try to do tips and tricks as often as I can in there and the most recent one was displaying parameters in drawings and uh, not long well pretty recently I was working with a customer and uh, kinda had forgotten about displaying parameters in my in my drawing the question came up and I thought it would be a a really good uh, piece for a, a blog so let me just kind of set this up you know oftentimes you may have parameters in a part that you want to display in your drawing. For example you may have a block or an extrusion that you have a width and a height and a depth parameter and when you create a drawing of that you want to display those parameters in the drawing. So in Inventor if you create your part and create your parameters and you don't have to make a custom parameter you can use the regular parameters D1, D2, D3 it doesn't really matter but I usually try to make my own parameters for this. It just makes it a little easier for me to look in when I go into the drawing. But create your part, create the parameters, link the parameters to the part, however you want. So, you know, in my case, I have a width parameter that I, I link to the width of a, a rectangle and the height to the height of a rectangle. And then I extrude it, create the 3D part, save it. And then when I go into the drawing, I create a drawing view. Once I've created one or, or several drawing views, I'll activate the leader command, and you'll notice that, uh, well, once you select an edge from that particular part, it takes you into the format text dialog box, and you'll notice underneath the component, pretty much in the middle of the screen, there's a component, component drop down, and it should be linked to the, the part file of the edge that you just selected well underneath source you can select model parameter or user parameter so if it's model parameter it's going to be the d0, d1, d2, d3 and you'll be able to, to hit the drop down under parameters and choose a parameter you want in my case i like to have custom parameters so i'm going to cho- I'm going to switch that to user parameter and then under parameters just right next to it i can choose whatever parameter i want to use and to the right of that, so we're bi- we're basically going from left to right here. Uh, you can specify what the tolerance you want that dimension to be, and then that little D zero icon basically displays that in the, the format text window. So once you set that all up, grab the one you want, hit the D0 icon, and it'll publish it into the format text. Now the great thing about this is you can have multiple of those together. So in my case, I want the width, the height, and the length all in one string. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to select from my parameters, the length, and hit publish or the, the D0 icon. And then I probably want to link this with an X, just, you know, so it's showing L times W times uh, depth or or whatnot. And then I'll go through the same process for the second and the third dimension and I should see them all displayed there in my format text. Once I'm finished, I have the one that I want or the the layout that I want, I hit OK and I'll see that formatted in my leader. Now the great thing about this is this is truly tied back to the parameter. So if you go to the 3D part and make a change to that parameter, save it go back to your drawing and you'll notice that those parameters change so it's a great way to be able to show various information from your part model into your drawing so there are probably many of you that have have already come across that and used it but uh, i found it very beneficial well that's a wrap up on our tips and tricks section Uh, it's also nearing towards the end of our podcast we're able to cover a bit of news, events, resources, and some of the tips and tricks. So if you haven't had a chance to go out to the community portal, I highly recommend going out, creating a user account, logging on and seeing events in your area, things that are going on. A lot of user groups and things that are happening, so if you're interested in some of those, you may be be pleasantly surprised on what's going on in your area. Also. A lot of the, the tips and tricks and various things that can be found in the community portal is is pretty nice. So check it out. Hopefully you're able to, to glean something from this and something that we'd like to do a couple of times a month. And hopefully we'll see you next time.